Also, a few other announcements here. We do have a fellowship meal after the service today. Adana Maria will be they're preparing that and um, be sharing that with us. Uh, we have the building fund progress before us. Thank you, Lord. The, and everyone, the funds continue to come in for that. And I think you can see up there what's left to go. Come a long ways, ways to go. And that is for highway sign to proclaim Jesus to passers-by and church house finishing and restoration, a giving opportunity. And we have a scripture there. It says, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. That's what the Bible says, and these are opportunities for giving offerings. And it's like giving unto the Lord, but it also is like sowing and, and also then reaping so more can be sowed into the kingdom for whatever the Lord directs us to. We do have, we don't pass a plate, but we do have boxes on the back walls there, those boxes on the wall. We're giving our tithes and offerings, and Lord, we just pray over them now. And we do see with that eye, that spiritual eye, that you are the high priest receiving what we give. And you see our hearts, Lord. And we, we are cheerful givers. And Lord, we thank you that you do supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory, by Christ Jesus, we're so thankful. We give you thanks as givers. We give you thanks. And then um, we go on here, a few more announcements. There are two more weeks in the teaching that Pastor Dean is doing on the life of and Peter and principles learned from the walk, that he walked Peter's life here on the earth. That's on Wednesday night at 6.30 here at the church house. And then the Steinhorsts, um, they planted 2,300 tulips. And, uh, and today is one of the days that, that they're going to be open there. It's where the old general store used to be in Mizpah. And uh, I think it's from 12 to 3 today. There are other times, too, that we're sending out an annou the announcements. Praise God. And today, Carrie Anderson is going to share with us the, the new TCC website that she's been anointed to work on. And uh, so we're going to do that now. And whatever we need to do with lights, we'll do that too so that we can see... Um, Can you hear me? Yes. All right. That's wonderful. Yes. Okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit about um, the logo and what this website's kind of representing. Um, so Ten Strike Community Church is um, like a beacon to those out at sea, and we're calling them in because we are lights to the world, and we represent God, and we're believers, and that's what we are for other people. 
So 10 Strike is a lighthouse, and this logo here will help us go right into the navigation. So you can either click on this main logo up here, or you can click on this uh, welcome here and welcome home and enter here. So then we're gonna come into the first page here. This is the home page. And the first thing that you're gonna see is a wonderful picture um, that was uh, taken by Faith Hope, uh, Pump, <laughs> Faith Hope. <laughs> um, so yeah, so forgive me for that. And she did an absolute wonderful job of these pictures. And it's not scrolling. Anyway, it doesn't really matter because we can come up here. These are all sub um, links that you can take within the main website here, so we're right up here. So then we can just click here, and this is gonna take us down to the next page, next part of this page. And it's what's happening at TCC. So this is anything that's going on at TCC, including Sunday mornings and 9.30 a.m. events. This is just a list of things that are going on for the 9.30s. And then also there's Wednesdays that you can look there, and then there's, um, you can look for Facebook, so you can click on this link here, and this should take us to Facebook so that you can see anything that's changed or anything that's updated within the site that's mainly like quick things or things that were canceled. And then we can come back and down right here, you can also go to SoundCloud, which is everything that we have here is captured on SoundCloud, and you can listen over the internet if you've missed anything. And this is going to take us right to that site, and you can click on which one you would like to listen to. So this isn't letting me scroll, so we're just going to go using these buttons here. So, and then we come down here to serving the Lord together. And this is just a whole bunch of things that if you would like to volunteer or you would like to include yourself into the church, you can read through here. There's several things that you can think about doing or if you want to do something for the church or if you want to help out, you can just kind of read on here. Also, there's a bulletin board that you can read on for things that we do need to do. That's also listed on here of where that bulletin board is. So then we'll go to the next page here, the events. And this just kind of covers every kind of event that we have here at TCC. So we have the Rooted Youth Ministries and the um, Children's Ministry. And then um, we have the Breaking Intimidation Group, which is a, a study group that um, They'll kind of study a book, and then they'll go over it, and they'll have talks and discussions and everything that's going on there. It's really interesting and really um, informative, very nice to share. And then way down here at the bottom, we have these three wonderful ladies. They do intercessory prayer for the church, and they pray over the church. They pray over each other, and they pray over people who are with the church and this is very good and it's it's very necessary and we're glad to have them and we're glad that they do it so we just kind of go over that and if you want to pray with them or be involved with them then you can you know talk to them about it and pray and they're wonderful ladies thank you for doing that and then we have quilt making down here at the bottom and these ladies make wonderful quilts i know i've bought at least three 
and I just enjoyed them so much, and it's been a wonderful thing, and I'm so glad that they do it. It's, I mean, quilts are just so comfortable. And then our final page will be the staff page, and the first one will be a picture of Steve and Joyce, and then the next one should be a picture of Kent and Chantel, and then Dean. I'm not sure why this isn't scrolling on here, but it was scrolling before. So then um, we have Peter and Lene. Nope, I'm sorry. Lin <laughs> I'm sorry. Linnea, forgive me. And then Kathy, who is the children's ministry. And it's just, it's wonderful. And then down here we have a contact page, so you can enter your information, and this will take us right to the TCC um, uh, email, so you can talk to them, ask them questions, ask them when services are, or anything, ask for prayer service or extra prayers. Yep. And then um, up here we have a Google Calendar. And this is going to list everything that's going on. So like Sunday mornings, you know, you have 9.30 a.m. classes, and you have worship, and then you have the services, and sometimes you have meals. And those will be listed right in here. And then on Wednesdays, if you're ever wondering what's going on, you can just click on the Google Calendar, and it'll tell you who's presenting or who's going to be there and exactly what's happening. So that's really nice to know. And then... The contact us is just going to bring us back to the bottom where you can fill that out. And then I think I'm about finished, Steve. Oh, yep. And then tithes or donations. You can log into PayPal and you can put money towards um, TCC for your tithing or if you want to give extra money or if you want to give to something. So that's good. And I think that's about it. Is there any questions? Well, yep. Carrie, we just want to thank you. We do give you a, a wonderful, great, great, great. <clears throat> Thanks. Okay, and I just wanted to, to say that the church website is tenstrikechurch.com. So if you ever want to look at that up, it should come up on your mobile and your tablets, and it should also be for your desktop. So I hope that covers everything. So thank you. You did a great job. Great job. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, thank you from all of us. So, this is Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost Sunday. When the day of Pentecost has fully come, the Holy Spirit came as a rushing mighty wind and filled those in the upper room. And you know, we've been talking about serving the Lord, being servants of His, but empowerment to serve as witnesses of God, that's like the focus we're having here today. You know, and in our own human strength, it's impossible for us to adequately serve God as his witnesses. Witnesses showing and proclaiming his goodness and his mercy. Witnesses ministering his great salvation. But in the power of his spirit, nothing is impossible. You may be thinking of something this morning, it just seems maybe it's something that you've been dealing with in your body or, or someone else's physical situation or disease or sickness, or maybe it's a financial thing or, or just 
being a light or witness to a neighbor or a friend and it just seems impossible. With him, nothing is impossible. Uh, Jesus said, you will, you shall receive power, and that's the Greek word dunamis, to be my witnesses here on earth. And we see that in Acts 1, starting at verse 4, it says, and being assembled together with them, that's Jesus, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. But you, Jesus continues, he says, you shall receive power. That's a word dunamis. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Witnesses. And the Amplified Bible there for verse 8 says, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth, to the very bounds of the earth. And that includes northern Minnesota or wherever the Lord leads us to go, his witnesses. Now I want to share with you a word wealth from my spirit-filled life Bible I have for the word power, and that's the Greek word dunamis. They say there, Dunamis means energy, power, might, great force, great ability, strength. It is sometimes used to describe the powers of the world to come at work upon the earth and divine power overcoming all resistance. Compare dynamic, dynamite. The dunamis in Jesus resulted in dramatic transformations. This is the norm for the spirit-filled and spirit-led church. See, it was the same dunamis that was upon Jesus that Jesus now says will come upon the church when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Remember... Last week's testimony from Kathy Cootley, our children's ministry director. And if you didn't get to hear last week, you can hear that online. You can go to our website now and go there to get online to hear it on SoundCloud. She was sharing that when she was initially asked to be the children's director, and then she's also the elementary teacher, she said, no, I can't do that. And she realized, as she sought the Lord on it then, that it was her flesh speaking, you know, in her own natural ability, she couldn't do it. But then the Holy Spirit filled her anew and afresh, filled her with his dunamis power. And Kathy is doing just a, a super job as our children's minister director and teacher. And you saw some of that there last Sunday. That's what we're talking about, the power of the Holy Spirit. The power 
for whatever he calls us to do. And sure, it's in the church, but believe me, it's not just in the church house. It's outside the church house and whatever we're doing out there. That same dunamis power is there for us to shine as lights and to just receive that efficiency. Efficiency was one of the words the Amplified brought out. Efficiency in our work. Power for our work. Does anybody need efficiency in your work? Wow. 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. He is our sufficiency. If you look that word up, it says ability. He's the one that qualifies us to be ministers. You see, one of our themes here is that every believer is a minister. Well, how do, how do all the people at your church, how are they qualified? It's through him. It's through God. It's through his spirit. He's the one that qualifies us for ministry. He's the one that helps us to have, be, have sufficiency in all that we're going to do. So Jesus, he was empowered by the Holy Spirit, as I mentioned. We've been looking at Jesus as our example for ministering to and serving others. Yes, did you know? Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the works that he did. Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. That's that same word, dunamis. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And Pastor Dean has something. I was sharing this with him on Wednesday. Some of these things that the Lord is putting on my heart. And... Uh, I'm going to have you share that now, or if you can do it right from there, Pastor Dean. This verse has been very strongly implanted in my heart the past year, and it's just amazing to see that you know all the credit of what Jesus did in his life, he always gave it to the Father. It is the Father within me who is doing his work. And he said, they belong to the Father, not to myself. And this verse tells us that God was doing great things through Jesus, but it gave us a little phrase at the end, because God was with him. Jesus perfectly lived in a place of surrender to the Father. The Father had the, the perfect ability to express his heart, his will, for mankind, for society, through Jesus. And Jesus went about doing good and healing all who are under the power of the devil because God was with him. And this is the same principle that we have the privilege to walk in. We've been brought to the Father. We can live in a surrendered condition to him. He sent his spirit upon us. We can walk in the spirit, and God 
can bring about freedom and wholeness to others through our ministry. That's why he's anointed us, to go into the world with power. And it's so beautiful that individually we can go a long way, but corporately we can really represent Jesus as we move yes. in this together. Yes. Corporately as his, as his body, as his church. And as we saw in Acts 1-8, Jesus promised that when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, we receive the same power, the same dunamis, and we yield to him that it may flow through us, even as it did Jesus. We read in Luke 4, starting at 14, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. He returned in the power of the Spirit. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This he was reading now, he said it's fulfilled. Jesus was saying, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And what we're saying today is, the Spirit is a, of the Lord is upon the church. And that's upon you individually and upon us corporately. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's the year of Jubilee. That's the year that we at Ten Strike are celebrating this year. The 50th year is Ten Strike Church. These same things are true of us. The anointing is upon us, brothers and sisters, to do these same things by His Spirit. Not, we can't do anything of ourselves. We see that in John 15. Without me, you can do nothing. John 14, 12, Jesus said, most assuredly. Now that's pretty sure, isn't it? When Jesus says, and it's recorded here in the Bible, it says, most assuredly, I say to you, and that's you and me, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. Forty-five years ago, right about now, I graduated from college, Northwestern, in Orange City, Iowa. And the Lord had arranged things there in the last months. Instead of taking a job, that I was offered at McCrossin Boys Ranch just by Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I didn't have a piece about it. And so I signed up for a year of volunteer service with Adventure and Mission, the Reformed Church in America. And I went where they assigned me, to Grand Rapids, Michigan and to the Other Way Youth Center there. 
was a place that was on the other side of the track, so to speak. It was a poverty district where drugs were rampant, alcohol abuse was rampant, everything that's not good was rampant there. And with the kids, the kids were just running in the streets. There were gangs of kids in the streets. There was a certain thing there. We were, I, was, I, I lived on the corner of Watson and Straight Street. And just a couple blocks to the west was John Ball Park. And there up in the hills in the park, um, some of these gangs or groups would, they'd steal like 50-gallon vats or from 50-gallon vats, they would get this toil, which is a, 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 an ingredient that was put in a lot of cleaning products back then. But they would steal that, they'd hide it up in the, in the woods and in the hills there, and they would uh, sniff it. They would take it with them a certain amount, and then that's what they did. They were destroying themselves, destroying their brains. And, and I, this is the setting that I came into on this. It was a street-side youth center, and uh, kids dropped in there, but I quickly came to see In my power, I am insufficient to help these kids. God, help me. I need your help. And I had heard about the empowering of the Spirit. I had heard about the baptism of the Spirit three years before at college. And a lot of my friends had received it. But I had some hang-ups with it, you know, I guess, personally. And, and just, I, I didn't receive it. But when you got here... The need was so great that I guess it helped me get over those hang-ups. And I went to a church there where they preached the empowering, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's for today. And, and the prayer language that comes with it and the, the gifts of the Spirit, the other things. And so I went there, and I'm not going to go into it at length today, but the truth is that I received from Jesus the baptism with the Holy Spirit, the empowering, and everything changed. Joyce was there, there too. As I've said many times, she, she heard about it one day, and not the next day, but that day she received it. I mean, she received it right then, and so we were there together having received it. And Joyce helped me in ministry to the kids, too, that were there. And we would take them to um, a youth group that met in a home on Monday nights. And a lot of these kids from the west side there in, on, uh, near Fulton Street is where the youth center was. A lot of those kids came with us, and a lot of those kids received the Lord as their Savior. They received Jesus as their Savior. And several of them got set free from drugs. We saw the power of the Holy Spirit. We saw healings. Lots of healings. Particularly with these youth. But we saw it with older people as well. And uh, I was involved with the Reformed Church there. That's what, what this was through, this mission that I was doing. But also, we went in the evenings on Sunday to 
to a charismatic church where they believed in these gifts and so forth. And the praise and worship, there was just something in me. I wanted the praise and worship time not to end. I mean, let's keep singing, let's keep worshiping this Jesus, this wonderful Jesus. Hunger for the word, I never had such hunger for the word as I did after I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And desire for fellowship was so strong. But we saw these things. Joyce and I did. We saw the power of the Holy Spirit working in these kids, these young people. They just loved Jesus. At this Monday night meeting that we would go to, they would worship God for it just went on and on and on. They'd still be singing now. I mean, they just worship God. They got, I guess you'd say they got lost in the praise and worship. And wow, that spoke to me too. It did things to me. It changed my attitudes about different things. And I'm so thankful for that. But here's the key. I know that many of you received the baptism in the Spirit. Maybe some of you have not yet received that. We're going to give opportunity at the close here for altar ministry to pray for you for this empowerment. But also is true, we must stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Did you hear what I said? We must stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, it says in Ephesians 5.18, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, stupidity. But be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. I believe like alcohol, drugs, and all such things, they're the devil's nasty counterfeits of the true being filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, on the, on the day of Pentecost, as I was mentioning earlier, the Holy Spirit came and filled them, and the people that were on the outside looking in, they thought they were drunk. They, they were drunk with new wine, Peter said. This is the wine of the Holy Spirit. This is that which was promised. And you know, when you get into times of praise and worship, there can almost be a sense of a drunkenness in the spirit. You know, don't drive then if you get that way. <laughs> or or have, a drunk, have a buddy, what they call it, buddy along. I actually got stopped. I was on, at my aunt's house. I, I had received the baptism, but I had just had seven words of this prayer language. That's all I had. I still know them. They're still there. Icolus Amonitesh. Those are the seven phrases that were there. I was at my aunt's place, and I didn't know what my folks would think about this. Because the denomination that we grew up in, and I grew up in, wasn't necessarily, they just didn't emphasize it. In fact, there was, you better watch out for that little bit type thing. But, I was at my aunt's place, and I 
told Belvy that I was having trouble having a real release with this prayer language. And I said, I th I'm just kind of wondering, part of it is I'm wondering what Dad and Mom will think. And she really didn't even ask. She just went over the telephone and she started calling Dad and Mom. <laughs> and uh, she, I can't remember if I told them first or she did, because she had received this and she's the one that told me about it, actually. She told me the, right, the church to go to, which was just a, about a block from my house. Grand Rapids, Michigan, probably a million and a half people at that time. The church she told me to go to was about a block and a half from my house. You know, the Lord had it all set up. But I shared it with Dad and Mom, and then Belvie did too. But on the way home, I just sang in the spirit all the way home to Grand Rapids, which was about a 20-mile 20 20-mile 20 drive. And I don't know what the deal was. I was focused on speaking and singing in the spirit, and I must have been weaving because I got pulled over. <laughs> and the officer came to my window and he says, have you been drinking? <laughs> no, I hadn't been drinking, but I, there was new wine that was affecting me. I didn't tell him that, <laughs> but he could tell that I hadn't been drinking. But alcohol, drugs, all this kind of stuff, any of these things can be so deceptive, they're counterfeits of the real. We don't need them. We need him. We need the fullness of the Spirit. Be not drunk with wine or in his excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves. The next verse goes on. We don't have it up there, but speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making music in your heart to the Lord. That's a way to stay filled. Get in a place. Maybe it's driving in your car. Singing songs and spiritual songs, making music in your heart to the Lord but also with one another. There's something about it. When we come together like this, we get filled anew and afresh with the Spirit. Be filled in Jesus' name. Be filled. Be filled anew and afresh. Be filled this morning now in Jesus' name. Be filled anew with the Spirit of God. My Spirit-filled life Bible, again in the footnote for that verse, it says the tense of the Greek for be filled makes clear that such a Spirit-filled condition does not stop with a single experience, but is maintained by continually being filled as commanded here. So, we're going to give opportunity for that this morning. I'll close with a scripture from Ephesians 9, or Acts 19. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, 
We have not so much as heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? So they said, Into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. See, when we receive Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit, we're recreated, and the Holy Spirit is part of it. He comes and becomes a part of the new creation. But what we're talking about here is where Jesus baptizes us where the Holy Spirit comes upon us with an anointing and with power to be witnesses. Have you received the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Or do you need a refilling of the Holy Spirit? So we're gonna open up the altars here in a minute, but before I do that, just one note. On Sunday, June 24, Gerald Durstein will minister here at Ten Strike Church. According to the church historian Vincent Sinan, in a book that he has written on church history here in America, he says that in 1955, the charismatic renewal began at Strawberry Lake Mennonite Church, where Gerald Durstein was pastor. So this outpouring of the spirit called the charismatic movement this church historian believes that Gerald Durstein was a part of that initial the beginning of that and so Gerald is going to be here with us I think he's around 90 now close to 90 but Joyce and I met with him last last fall and he is fired up in the spirit He's just on fire for God. He's filled with the Spirit. He was filled back in 1955, and he's filled with the Spirit in 2018. Praise God. So, remember our fellowship meal, but also, if you would like prayer for this baptism in the Spirit, but also, if you would like to have prayer to be refilled anew, just to confirm what we did there earlier in that proclamation, you come forward, okay? Joyce is gonna stay with me. I'd like, like Arliss and you three ladies, Pastor Dean, if there are others that would like to come to minister, I think of Gus and um, Dan and Chris, I was wondering if you could come up too and just be up here for a while. Uh, we're talking about initial baptism in the Spirit, but also being filled anew and afresh. You hear what I'm saying? Please don't be afraid. Or, you know, one of the things that kept me from receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit was pride. Not so much, I don't know how to explain it, except it wasn't even so much, part of it probably was what others would think, but 
even what I would think myself of myself. I'm not sure all what it was, but there was pride there, foolish pride. Don't let that keep you from coming to receive a fresh filling this morning. Okay? Give, give mom the microphone there. <laughs> Here you go. We had quite a trip last week. In fact, we had about five hours of Brother Hagen <laughs> in the car. So we got good food, but uh, <laughs> we missed being with you. But I just felt that I had to say that. Don't wait. Hallelujah. Yeah. And praise the Lord when Steve called us that night. We hadn't received yet, but it wasn't too long until we did. And uh, we were searching at the same time that he was searching. Talk about God's grace and love and mercy. He was with us all the time. And uh, it just changed our lives. That's all us to it. He's never left us, and he never will leave us. Hallelujah. Right, right, right. Stay with it. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> you better grab on to this. <laughs> Mama gets drunk in the spirit. You know, it's, it, it hits different people different ways. Grandma Pomp laughs a lot. You know, when she gets... She's more on fire now. At 92, more on fire. And that's by the power of the Holy Spirit. She prays in tongues much more now than she did back then. More and more all the time. See, it's the, what it does, it, what it's, when we pray in the Spirit, we're, stirring, we're strengthening our spirits. You know that we can do bodily exercise, which is profitable somewhat. But praying in the Spirit is a spiritual exercise. It's like you're exercising your spirit. And you see, there is the fleshly mind and there's the spiritual mind. The Word tells us not to be double-minded because that person will receive no thing. But it says to be spiritually minded is life and peace in Christ Jesus. When we pray in the Spirit, it strengthens the spiritual mind in us. We're spiritual mind, more spiritually minded. It just does that because we're strengthening our spiritual core. You know, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ in this new creation. The mind of Christ has come into us now. The thing is, are we yielding and listening to those thoughts or are we listening to the flesh thoughts? There's both of them there. The carnal mind, the spiritual mind. Spiritual mind is the mind of Christ. It says in 1 Corinthians, is it 2, what is it, 18 or so? It says, you have the mind of Christ. 
And I used to think, how can that be? I don't know. Do I really have them? Does this really say that? Meditate on it a while. It's there. The Bible says you have the mind of Christ. Okay, it's there. Now let's let it flow out. Let it be the one that helps make that makes our decisions. Wow, those are good decisions. And that's thing, decisions about things in our families, in the church, the workplace, in the school, whatever it is, on the ranch. Hallelujah. Dad received the prayer language, that baptism in the spirit on a walk out in a cow pasture. And you can do that. But if you would like us to pray with you this morning, when you come up here, okay? And again, this isn't necessarily just for initial baptism in the Spirit. The Spirit is here to fill anew and afresh this morning, okay? So we're just going to make ourselves available for you for that as we go today. Hallelujah. So it's the hour to be filled with the Spirit. It's the hour to walk in His ways. It's the hour to walk in the Spirit. And it'll keep us from going astray. It's the hour to walk in His fullness. It's the hour to walk in His grace. It's the hour to walk in His power. It's the hour to behold His face. No matter where we are, no matter where we go, God has called Ten Strike Community Church, which is celebrating its 50th year now, to go forth, send forth the call to northern Minnesota. Along, we're not the only ones, we're going with many others. But it's the day, it's the hour. Hallelujah. Next week, Jill, who's one of us, but really God sent him here from Cameroon. Jill Mbo is going to bring bring a message next Sunday for us. The Lord put on his heart for us. And we're also going to be having communion next Sunday too, by the way. God bless you, and let's continue our fellowship with the meal. And but yeah, if you'd like prayer, or if you'd like prayer for healing, or to receive Jesus as your Savior, all those prayers too. We'll pray with you up here.
It's the time to talk the talk. It's the time to walk the walk. It's the time to sing the song. And by the Spirit, you will not do it wrong. Oh, it's by the Spirit. It's not by the flesh. It's by His power. We make ourselves available and He does the rest. Whether it's going to the Middle East or Twin Valley, Minnesota or to our workplace tomorrow morning or some even today we are his witnesses we are his lights and he's in us to stay for God was with him for God was with him for God was with him Jesus calls us to go and do greater works and with him nothing is Impossible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, you know what? He just, the Lord just told me, you don't have to move. You receive right where you're at. Do you feel that? It's like He's set apart. You know, in the upper room, he, the Holy Spirit sat upon them, it says, but just like you're kind of under, a, that's what's happening here now. The Holy Spirit is sitting upon us. He's setting it, or however it is. He's doing it. He's here right now. He's upon you. Just receive, drink, 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 drink of His Spirit. Drink of His Spirit right now. If you've never been baptized by the Holy Spirit before, Jesus is here to baptize you right now. Receive. In that prayer language, just pray it forth. Receive it. And if you have been, be filled anew and afresh with the Spirit of God. And that's one way to let it flow. In Jesus' name, you receive right where you're at, right where you are. They're in one accord. That is something that is so important, the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. And we walk as we go forward in unity, in accord as brothers and sisters. No strife in the midst of a family. Amen? And that can be in our families, in our earthly families, but in the church family, wherever it is, it's not going to work if there's strife. If you've got things of unforgiveness, envy, and those kind of things, deal with it. How do you deal with it? Bring it to the Lord. Make a decision. That's what repentance is. It's turning. It's particularly turning in the mind. Turning around. Be done with it. 
This is the day to go strong in the Lord. Getting stronger as you get older. Not lukewarm. Getting stronger. Be like Grandma Pompa Sharon. Getting stronger at 92 in the Spirit. In the things of the Spirit than ever before. Hallelujah. So we do, Lord. We receive new. A new and a fresh right now. That fullness of your Spirit. Right here. Right now. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on empowerment, a new empowerment for you and me, a new place for us to see, a new place for us to go. You say where? Our Heavenly Father, He knows. He knows, and He'll take us there as we yield to Him. You know, this Sunday... Maybe we haven't, I haven't figured out definitively, but this is about as close to the Sunday 50 years ago that this church started. Ten Strike Community Church. I was thinking about having some special things, or we were some special type things on this particular Sunday because it's the closest one. Well, we could figure, but we weren't sure. We didn't, never did figure that out for sure. But I have the sense that something's happening here, and we, and we believe this for those listening to this online as well, that something's happening in the spirit realm here on this Pentecost Sunday, this Jubilee Day for us, this jubilee year and Lord we receive it we don't know all what that means or we don't but you do and all we need to do we know is to follow in your steps and that's what we'll do and Lord we pray that for our children too we pray it for the kids nursery through elementary we pray over our youth as well. We thank you that we're one together. We're one body together. Thank you, Lord. 
know, you can tell something supernatural is happening when nobody gets up and goes out because it seems like there's always somebody going, getting up and going out. <laughs> you don't see it because you're pointed this way. I see it from up here. The Holy Spirit is a pond. He's a pond and he's filling you. You know what happens? Like in a glass of it filled with junk, lots of junk in it, you start pouring fresh, clean water in it, fills to overflowing. My cup runneth over. And all that junk gets thrown out of there too. That was another thing I've seen with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. A lot of the junk just goes out. Even desires for counterfeits. Even the desires. Yes, we still need to make decisions against the counterfeits. But the desires, even they just go away. I'm just going with what the Holy Spirit is saying here, okay? If you would have gotten up and walked out, I would have been standing here maybe praying with people, or I don't know what, but you didn't because you're yielding to the Spirit of God right now. But he wants me to say this now. The Lord of the church would say it to us, I want you to walk in the authority which I have given to you. I want you to lay hands on the sick that they may recover. I want you to cast out evil influences in people's lives. You, demonic influences, take authority because you are now seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, the head of the church. And from that seat of authority, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is, no matter what it is with your husband or wife or kids, or no matter what it is in the workplace, in the school, whatever. Take authority in Jesus' name. I, you know, I, I keep, always hesitate when I'm going to say this next part or this thing now. But the Lord keeps telling me to do it. I believe I know the voice of the Spirit in this kind of a thing. You know, I'm still learning like you all are. But I know it. You know, He's had me several months now begin to pray for all of you. In the evening, at night, before I go to bed. Before I go to sleep. But one of the things I do is I take authority over the enemy's work in your lives. And I bind that authority, that, that activity in your lives. But he's told me to tell you that so that you can be doing the same thing along with me. That's called agreement. And where two or more agree together in prayer concerning anything, 
it shall be done. Who has a Bible there? Joyce, can you look up in here? Right here's my Bible. Why don't you just give my Bible here? I'll look up John 14, 12. You know, we read the scripture before we go here. The kids are fine. I've asked Kathy about this before. If you're wondering how your kids are doing, she said they love it when it goes over time. And she says, if we nothing else, we'll just play. But you know, that's what I'm believing too. Those kids. Okay. Listen to this. Because I think we're close. Most assuredly, I say to you, this is the head of the church. He who believes in me, that's Jesus, he says, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. We didn't read these verses earlier. Right after that, listen to this. Receive it. And whatsoever you ask, Jesus says, is saying this to us. Whatsoever. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Good verse to meditate on. Just write it on a card or however you need to do it. Just meditate on it. Meditate on it. See, that's the mind of Christ. That's the mind of Christ. The Word of God is the mind of Christ. You say, what's the mind of Christ? It lines up with the Word of God always. So that's another way. Praying in the Spirit is one way to have that be exalted over the fleshly mind. But being in the Word is another way. Hallelujah. 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 You got something, Bob? I'll make this short. Um, last Saturday night, I went in and they gave me some medication for some cellulitis. And um, I'm not used to that kind of stuff, poking around needles and that type of thing. And God just really challenged my faith this week, where I'm at with my faith. And I just really sensed today that somebody needed a prayer for arms or um, something of that nature. But anyways, I went in on Tuesday they brought the surgeon in and said, we may have to even do surgery. I'm, I just woke up with this thing, and I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? And Julie and I were just pressing in, and as I was sharing with Julie, she started laughing. I mean, my wife starts laughing, and I'm in this whirlwind of this fear. And that was fear was consuming me. What's going to happen? Is it the end of my life or what? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you. It messed with my mind. And so I, I just asked the Lord, I said, I need help with this. I really need serious help. So I walk in on Tuesday, the surgeon comes, and I reach out my right hand, and I shake hands. She said, what are you using that arm for? I said, I have no pain. 
because on Saturday morning, one of the sisters that I was at a GLOW meeting laid hands on my arm, and it sustained me. I had no pain through this whole thing. And when you hear the word, they say, there is pain involved. I'm just saying there's a God that cares enough about me. He knows that I would have really been in a bad shape. But I believe for you today that God wants to touch your heart and touch your arm or whatever it is. There's healing in this room. There's an anointing in this room. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is in this room. Believe me, if I didn't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, I'll tell you what, I ramped it up this week. Whether it was fear or faith, I don't know what it was, but it was going, and it was going strong. But I just want to, I would just want to just get testify. So. Amen, amen, amen. Well, if you have that, Bob sitting right there, and you just, I mean, if you have something with your, you said you're unarmed, you know, whatever it is, arm or shoulder, go there and he will pray with you. The Lord gives special words of knowledge for things like that. Amen. Herb? Okay. Okay, come over here. It won't be for all, it won't be for long. Okay. That shoulder. Okay, Bob, put your hand over here on the shoulder. Thank you, Lord. Let's just all pray. Dan, say to want to come here. Just stand behind. Thank you, Lord. It's done by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. You are the healed one. Whatever it is that's wrong in there is healed by the stripes and bruises of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Tell you what, Herb, why don't you just come and sit over here and the Holy Spirit's on you. Up there. Just receive that now. Just receive it. In Jesus' name. For our sicknesses and carried our pains. Amen. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And we're going to hear, you know. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are the healed one in the name of Jesus. expecting to hear the good reports of these healings and what we do is with this we aren't double-minded but we're 
single-minded like it talks about in James 5. Is it James 1? It says, don't be double-minded. Okay, that shows we have two minds, potentially. It's the mind of the flesh, the mind of the spirit. Well, we're going to walk in the spirit, in the spiritual mind. And what that does, it lines up with the word which says, says, he bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. He redeems our life from destruction. Crowns us with loving kindness. Hallelujah. Hi, Lorraine. Did you have a prayer name? Your neck? Okay. 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 Joyce? Joyce? Oh, come on. I know if you need to leave or if you want to get to lunch, you'd be free to do that now. But if you would like prayer, just come up here. God bless you all. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.